Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Myrick. would be a little weird. That sounds like an old person name. Oh, if, if, if you're, you could have your Grandpa Myrick Falk, I would totally buy that. Yep. And his his uh Mr. Myrick and his his uh his wife Merlene. Yes. Myrick and Merlene something exist in this state. Myrick has a pack of red man in his oh, Yes he does. In his fr- in his pocket. Yes his, he does. In it's, his, it's just, out. Yeah, his uh button up mm-hmm. short sleeve mm-hmm. with the snap buttons. Yes. Yes. And, and a trucker hat to underneath a he's wearing a wife beater yes. shirt. A trucker hat to a business that hasn't been opened in 25 years. That I would I would pay $100 for. Yes. And Dickies. Yes. Yeah. Even though my, he does, does no work. He's been retired for been retired since 78. My granddad's but, my my granddad, my dad's dad mm-hmm. who passed away last year. Mm-hmm. He wore a pair of Dickies every day. Yeah. Every day that I knew him, he yeah. was wearing he wore the work suit, right? Blue zip-up. Yeah. You know the onesie thing. Yeah, yeah. And all he did was go outside and pick peas and stuff like that. That's good, comfortable clothes. He wore them every day. He had like three pair of them. It was like, it was like Peter Griffin opening up his closet and it was all the same <laughs> clothes. That was my granddad. Yeah. Toughest man I ever knew. He was like five eight. You gotta watch out for those guys. He was a bad dude, man. That's, I, I mean, never. I would I'm, not want to mess with him. Assume fought in a war. Uh, no. Didn't Mm-mm. how. I just he went to Didn't college. He, I mean, he did everything else. He was a coach. That's crazy. You think about almost everybody's like. I mean, I guess your your grandparents. I mean, if you're about ten years younger than me, which how old are My, you? How old are you? I am um, thirty four. Okay, so you're talking about almost a fifteen year span. Yeah, it's possible that your grandparents miss because my there's no way if you're if you're my age if you're between forty five and fifty your grandparents your grandfather's fought in World War Two. There's just no getting around it. Yes. My my granddad was late eighties, I think, maybe early nineties. What? So, uh, you know, he going was going to college. No, 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 no. I know no, that's how old he was okay. when he passed away. My, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so he was. I guess he was born in the thirties. So yeah, he would have been a teenager when yeah. World War so II he was wasn't going. old enough for World War Two. Missed Korea, I guess. Yeah, so. then my my papa, my he was in like the. National Guard or something. He, mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually okay. went to Korea or not. But, I got you. But yeah, there we go. Tough son of a gun. He would have been. A, he would have been a bad. We could have ended trucker. that war a year earlier if, if Grandpa Falk had been there. If Grandpa he, Falk. Yeah. Now his his dad mm-hmm. was like right. one like removed from Germany. Oh, his wow. dad fought. Oh, and World so might have been on the other side, is what you're telling me. No, he fought against his cousins. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's he be fought tough. for America. <laughs> That's got to be tough. And his, and then my granddad's brother mm-hmm. fought in World War II as okay. well. Okay. But, but, but my granddad's dad was in World War One. Yeah. 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 There you go. We say all that to say that Strange Brew Coffee is awesome, and you should order it. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, order it, and be shipped right to your door. Don't forget, when you support Strange Brew, Co- Strange Brew Coffee, you support the Bulldog Initiative, just like you do with our friends over at Pip Printing and Signs, the uh, the the response to this has been great. I want to thank you guys who have made your uh, who have taken your business to Pip Printing and Signs. They tell me they've been able to send some good some good money to the Bulldog Initiative. Let's keep that going, and it's money you're already spending. All you've got to do is say, okay, I'm going to call Pip Printing. I'm going to see what they can do for me as far as signage or printing or or whatever it is I can use to help market my business. And then say, hey, we heard about you on Thunder and Lightning, and boom, you are getting a great deal on printing. You're getting the best possible service, 
and you're helping the Bulldog Initiative. That is a win-win. Call my buddy Camden Baker, 601-499-5216, to find out more, to get your sales set up. Remember, that's his personal number. That's how committed to service he is. He's given out his own cell phone number. You could call him directly when you need printing, call Pip Pip today. I hope you guys saw my, my tweet. Let me retweet it right, right now while I'm thinking about it. But uh, they've got an incredible selection of old school uh, baseball caps in at, uh, <clears throat> at College Corner. The old like state with Mississippi State underneath yep. it and the circle logo. and Just some old school stuff. They're really, really cool. The hat that the Kappa Sigs wore in 1998. They all, wore it. They all I knew you. One of our great listeners is a Kappa Sig from 1998. Oh, really? Yeah, Brian McDuff. Was he really? Oh, yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. Did McDuff have the state hat? Oh, yeah. So you wore that hat. So did I. You wore that hat, and then you were wearing, you, you had well, a Jackie polo shirt. Yes. An oversized polo shirt tucked in. Yes. With the braided belt. Yes. Into pleated uh, khakis. Pleated khakis. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You just described nailed how it. people went to games back in those days. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Go check it out. I just retweeted the link from College Corner. You can you can buy some awesome awesome hats. And I mean, it's baseball season. You need a new hat. So we're we're doing everything else new. They got and of course they got a great selection of just the regular hats. The state script hats are on there. They're really really cool. Get one today at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant, the place to grab the best meal in town. Whenever that meal is, if it's for lunch, if it's for brunch on Sundays, if it's for dinner. That's what we're talking about. This weekend, if you're going to be in Starkville, you need to make sure you get at least one meal in you at Restaurant Tyler. This Friday for lunch would be a great choice. The best blue plate in town. Fried chicken, fried chicken, fried catfish. Fried catfish doesn't get the same treatment as fried chicken. But hamburger steak. I mean, all the southern favorites right there for you, including the best cornbread. that I. It's the only cornbread I like to eat. I mean, I can't be any. If I'm eating it, it must be good. So enjoy it. Your next trip to Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi. They are here to serve you. Let PriorityOneBank.com be the guide for you. You can find the location near you. Take a look at all the great financial services they offer. We're talking about a bank that gives you the small town feel, that small community bank that we all like. But they also but they give you all the same careful over there. Sorry. Give you all the same financial benefits that you have in any big corporate bank. But instead of having to deal with a bunch of people you don't know, you're talking to the people who live in your community. That's a big difference. It's, I think it makes I think it makes a big difference for me. Give them a look today. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. It's Rumblings Day. So we're just going to jump uh we're going to jump into the Rumblings here. Let me let me find where we uh oh, that's not it. Oh, it's over here. Okay. Our first question today is from Dalton Lee. How unfair is it that Taylor Swift fans slash new Chiefs fans now have a Super Bowl title when I've suffered 30 miserable years on this earth with only one sports title to show? Well, first off, that's, that's your own fault. You made bad choices. I have seen, seen many world championships. I've seen 11 Laker titles. I have seen three Giants titles, a Saints title, and a Mississippi State national title. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. You can pick whoever you want to, Dalton. Yeah, I mean, if you woke up tomorrow, you're like, you know what? I am a Warriors fan now. <laughs> you just, just, no one says anything to you. Respect my decision. Yeah. Uh, how's the wishes us a happy Chinese New Year? Here's a zodiac chart so you know what you are. I am the year of the rabbit. Robbie, what what year were you born in? I was in '89. I'm a snake. That's that's that fit. That do you tracks. think I'm a do you think I'm a snake? That, that tracks. Really? No. I'm pretty I'm pretty upfront and honest. Yeah. Thought you were gonna be a sheep, to be honest. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. All the time on Gene's page. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mark Burleson asks us, Robbie, could you please tell us more about white meat baby faces? Sure. So a white meat baby face. Remember you face, asked this question, Mark. Yes. A white meat baby face is Somebody that is clean cut, takes his vitamins, say his, says his prayers, the Hulk Hogan's, the John Cena's, the Cody Rhodes of the world. Um, then you have, you know, the anti-hero, basically baby face. It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is the complete opposite of that, but he's still a good guy. So there, you have two types of baby faces, and Stone Cold was basically a baby face. Right. But he he's was an anti-hero. An, that's what I said. Yeah. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. Doesn't does not respect authority. He's going to cuss. He's going to drink. These other guys are, you know, John Cena and Cody Rhodes are your definition of white meat baby faces. Yes. 
shaking hands, kissing babies, doing the, you know, all the photo shoots, all that. That's a white meat baby face. Hulk Hogan was a white meat baby face. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. There we go. Uh, also from Mark, if we could only watch one movie the rest of our lives, what would it be? What would you pick? Hmm. I get one movie. Gosh, I don't know. That's a tough question. So what what I'm thinking here is this. That I want a movie that makes me feel good at the end. Like like my favorite movie is The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not really a feel good movie at the end there, right? Joker kind of wins that one. And then uh The Godfather. Yeah. Eh, not really a movie that makes you feel no. good at the end. I might go with Forrest Gump. I was about to say Forrest Gump. That that that's a movie I feel good at the end of Forrest Gump. Even it's though great Jenny story. passes away, it, it's still you can't help but feel good. You feel every emotion in that movie. You're sad, you're happy, you laugh, you cry. Yeah. And at the end, you know, like you said, Jenny passes away. I'm sorry for spoiling. Spoiler, it. yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, then, it's on uh, you. It's on you. But yeah, like, but it's still, you know, Forrest has his son. He's living a life. Um, he's back at home. It, it's uh, there's a feel good to it. They they ended on a good note. I feel like. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Josh has a question. I have an issue with bowel movements. Oh my god. It started out as the walking farts that sounded like a machine gun on Rambo. It's moved on to being a shart that sounds like raindrops. Now it's just mudslides. Is it because I'm older or do I need to get checked? It's because you're older, but you might want to get checked. It's both. Yeah, why don't you go get a... Why don't you go see a doctor? You, you probably need an upper and a lower done. Yeah. Uh, so you probably need to... Yeah. Um. You know, it's the the prep work for that's not fun. I did oh, it. I did gosh, it a couple so of years bad. ago. So bad. Um, it's incredible that in the year of our Lord twenty twenty four, you have to drink that stuff to have a colonoscopy. Here's what Just I'll say. Pill. So I I um I took some that was kind of grape tasting. I mixed in some ginger ale. It wasn't bad. It was okay. not that bad. Uh, but you, you definitely probably need to go to a uh, gastroenterologist somewhere. Um, get that checked out because that's not normal. I don't think. No, I agree that that's not normal. And you know, I, I feel like this is an educational show. Yes. You know, we have to give our thought. You know, he's asking he's us our question. personal opinion. It's a question on this, and yeah. I, I think that um, we might can get this resolved, Josh. I agree. Um, I skipped a qu- in my in my anxiousness to answer that question. I skipped a question. Kyle Wilson, what are some underrated perks of your job that people don't realize? What all supplies do you take with you to cover a typical SEC football game? I just take my laptop. I don't. I mean, everything else is kind of provided, right? Yeah, food and drink are, are up there. I guess that if you, you you said an underrated perk, I can drink all the Coke Zeros I want. Yes, like, there is no limit to how many Coke Zeros I can drink. Unless they're out of Coke. Well, I mean, if they run out, yeah, which they never have. Uh, there's always food. Um, that 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 to me is the underrated part. Is we get we usually get free food. Yeah. Now get, it's kind of diminishing a little bit in some places, but yeah, it's okay. It's uh, we have another thing is we have unlimited. We kind of have unlimited access to the ballparks. Yeah. Like if I just want to walk around, I can. Especially at Duty Noble. Sometimes you know, and I you and I just like, hey, let's go let's go out in the lounge for a minute, mm-hmm. and we can do that. We don't have to worry about it. Um, another underrated perk is I get to have kind of a, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm friends with these guys, but I mean, you know, through the years that Joe Moorhead came to my Christmas party, Mike Leach obviously famously came. Um, I've had dinner with Lamonis, uh, and Arnett. We had dinner uh, with him. He um, came to your, he came to your house as well. Arnett? Lamonis. Lamonis. Yes. Yep. Um, and then, you know, like if I, 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 I wouldn't say he probably doesn't like me as much, but. Yeah. Correct. But nobody does. Well, that's true. Um, my, my, my point is, like, if I have a, a real question, I could just text a coach and ask them. Mm-hmm. Or Selman and ask them. That I mean, I don't know if that's an underrated perk, but it's nice to, like, you know, I need to know this. I'm just going to reach out. Like, when the, during the coaching search, a couple times, I just texted Selman and was like, well, is this accurate? And he, he to his credit, was just like, no. Yeah. Or, He'll tell you. Or it was just straight up, was like, I haven't made a decision yet, and which was his code word at that time, so. Yeah, yeah and, and just being able to go to games for free. Yeah, 
I mean, we. I feel like a lot of time people take yeah, take that for granted. That's a good I point. don't. I yeah. don't. I really don't. I, I, I've, I have seen every home game Mississippi State has played since 2013. I'm like, I'm in, very in thankful sport, that we're allowed to go to these games for free. Exactly. Because if I wasn't working in sports, I would be, be going it. to Mississippi State games. Be paying it, yeah. And um, that would be tough to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what my job was, maybe I'd have a better job, but, but still. Yeah. Uh, Cole McPherson, with AI technology advancing today, would y'all support an AI voice replica of Jack Crystal announcing state games? I say no, because it would be soulless. Yeah, and it would never capture the magic of Jack Crystal. Well, it would just be his voice, yeah. just calling the game like as it was, and we wouldn't get the off-color remarks exactly. that made him yeah, so great. He would never, like, the, 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 the jokes he would crack, you would never get those. So, yeah. no, I, I say no, Cole. I say no. A Colton Watson, is it me or has Brian been phoning in the move before the ad break? You're back, put your back into it, man. Your impression game is too strong to let this slide. So I came up with the move back when it was Welcome Home Beef. Yes. And then the Mississippi Beef Council came in, and it kind of still fits. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're saying I'm not doing it, then just wait for this ad break then, uh, Cole. I kind of miss the, it just tastes good. I know, I do. Uh, was the lack of availability of an online baseball roster making people more irritated than usual about game times not being set? seems like every year for opening weekend, they wait until at least the week of, usually a couple days before, to set game times because they want to see what the weather is doing first. I think that's probably part of it. I spoke with a source today. And basically, apparently you and I, are we're not the smartest guys, but this is what's happened in the last four seasons. 21, 22, 23, and now they have, started, they have announced opening times on that Monday. Oh, I know. But so, that, so you still think it's ridiculous? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can... No, I, I, no, I know. That's, that's part of the reason why it's been so frustrating and is so they, what they don't told release me what, that. What they told me was, in 2020, they released the times early. Mm-hmm. And then they had to change them. Like really late in the game, they had bad weather on that Friday or something, and he said, "We have never gotten that many complaints. We had almost a thousand complaints. People were just like I had already made my plans, and now I can't, I can't do it." And he's just like, "So going forward, we are going to wait till the last possible minute to make." So so go ahead and just tell you next year, Monday opening week is when you're going to get your, your game times. Okay. So yeah, I, I imagine, but so. that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you're never going to keep everybody happy. Right. But you're going to change game times regardless. Well, that's if the thing that like, happens. Yeah, exactly. If if, it, if we get a pop up thunderstorm, they yeah. change game time anyway. So I mean, you're, I get you're, it. I get you're, it. I mean, it's baseball. Yeah. You know, like it's never going to be an exact science. Uh, Kobe asked us how many games can State win this year? What sport, Kobe? We need more from you than this. This is going to be a learning experience for you, Kobe. We need you to give us a better question. This is a question. We, I mean, what do you want me to say? Um, Some of let's them? say, let's say baseball. They can win. I say, I say the ceiling. The ceiling is like 32, 33 wins. Ooh, really? Yeah. I don't have a lot of faith in this team. I mean, I don't have a lot either. But I, th- I think that the potential is there. Like it wouldn't shock me. Okay. I'm going to say, you know, they can win like 38. 38, you're getting close to hosting. Yes. Okay. I think they're capable of that. Okay, okay. If this team has like a a five-run earn-run average, which has kind of been my benchmark. Yeah. If that is their earn-run average and their offense is what we think it can be Mm -hmm. and their defense is noticeably improved. Yeah. Is that outside the realm of possibility? No, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Because if they go fifteen and fifteen in the league somehow, they're yeah. hosting. Yeah, that that's going with the schedule they have, the RPI they're going to have from that. I think they're going to be hosting if they're fifteen and fifteen, maybe sixteen. Yeah, I agree. All right, from Reed Green. In the past year, CBS basketball analyst Matt Norlander has made two ridiculous comments regarding state basketball. Can y'all please rank these two comments on a scale of 1 to 10 on how ridiculous and embarrassing these comments were? The first comment was he had a guest on previewing the SEC tournament, and his guest highlighted some players to watch. Norlander guessed one of the players was Tolu by saying, is it, oh, uh, is it his, what's his name, Smith from Mississippi State? He then added, you want to go obscure, that is, and he was abruptly cut off. The second comment was after State recently beat Auburn, and Norlander said, Mississippi State, they squeaked into the dance last year. We do this thing every year where these teams have no high-profile games and you look up there in the dance. Mississippi State could be one of those teams. 
Okay. The second comment is far worse because State has played uh, a ton of quad one games so far this year. And by the way, we, we talked about how much easier the schedule is going to be in the second half. After this Arkansas game, I think everything left is a quad one. Yeah. Ole Miss at home it's is still a, tough. Ole Miss at home isn't. Ole Miss at home is a quad two. At um, then they're at LSU. I think that might be a quad two. Then Kentucky at home, at Auburn, at Texas A&M, South Carolina at home will all be quad ones. I just don't know how you can be a national analyst and not know. Tony Smith was the first teams. team All SEC uh, last like, year. Like that's a major like scratch on your resume he, if you he, can't get that. Tony Smith might literally have been the most the the biggest recurring player in the SEC this year. He was the he preseason preseason player of the year in yeah. a couple of spots. Yeah. Obscure. So, yeah, that's pretty dumb. So I'm going to rate the first one as a 7.5 and, and the second one as a 9. Okay. Not the most ridiculous thing, but it's it's up there. It's pretty bad. I don't really know who that guy is, which I'm sure you don't know I, who I, I think am. I follow him. He's a, he's a college basketball guy. So. I, I don't know him. Yeah. And he worked at the same company I did, and I still did not really yeah. know who he was. He doesn't know me, so that's fine. It's fine. Ford Polk, in 10 years, will we be looking down on the folks who still wear the banner M like we do the Maroon is All That Matters shirts? What do you mean, 10 years? I'm doing that now. I'm doing it right now, Ford. Yep. I see a banner M, I'm like, <laughs> peasant. I shame people. I shame my should. own parents. So you should. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Don't well, be shaming Big Daddy and Juju. I have. Okay. Thoughts on the upcoming Jake Gyllenhaal Roadhouse film? I'm not interested. How do you remake Perfection? No chance. Uh, I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot Conor of people McGregor. thought it was great. I I just am not interested in it. It's yeah, I'm just it's like more of a UFC thing. The dude's like Jake Gyllenhaal is a UFC fighter. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, I'm not interested. I I don't want plus to him remake. being a tough guy doesn't really work for me. Yeah, I don't want to. Re- yeah, after Brokeback yeah, yeah, Mountain, it's just tough. Um, I don't want a remake of Roadhouse. Yeah, some of these shows don't need remakes. They don't need. No thing needs remakes. Come up with new like they, ideas. They remade like. Uh, Footloose, yeah, like why? didn't work. Didn't work. Why? Didn't work. Now Twister, I'm for. That's not a remake though. That's a new movie. It, it's, it's a sequel. Right, right. It's yeah. Twisters. Yeah, it's the new Twister movie. What if we had Twister, but two of them? Oh, I can't wait for I, that. I'll go see it. Yeah. Uh, do they eventually replace the giant banner M on Davis Wade? I don't know about replace as so much as just remove. Yeah. Just take it out. Just take it off and figure it out. Then you can just hang a hang a regular banner there. Nobody will care. Uh yeah. So is that the the sign thing? Uh, the, so the banner. What do we call the banner? Like the Mississippi State with the banner on it. The what now? The the Mississippi State that's on the back oh, of the, the jumbotron or the video board, whatever. That is call it. that is not. I don't call that the banner rim. I just call that. Is that the banner state? That we want it's to call the, it? It's just, it's a banner logo. I don't mind that as much. <clears throat> I don't mind it as much, but like on the turf at Duty Noble, it needs to be ripped up. Yeah, and they need to put something else there. Do they need to back of the jumbotrons have state script? I would. Spend, you just, or, all you do is spend money that's not yours. Or the stacked Mississippi State yeah. like they Some, have for basketball. Yeah. I got you. Okay. But uh, so I would put either state script or interlocking in that on that. Well, interlocking. Sign. That. Not well, why not? I mean I like the idea. I just, I just don't think it's gonna happen. To put a state script there on the on the uh, outside of Davis Wade. Uh last one. If The Rock comes back as Hollywood Rock, Titantron at all, does that make it a lot better? First off, I'm so in right now. Like him slapping Cody. Yeah, that was great. It was incredible. I mean, and he's like real heel rock. I mean, he's dropping yeah. F-bombs out there. I love it. But if he comes back as Hollywood Rock, if I can see that Titantron with the helicopter, yes. Yes, do it. Yes. Just be a complete, like, corporate. Not, not even corporate. Like, you're... You're beyond corporate. Yeah. You're bigger than corporate. I don't, what are they about to do? Are they about to do like a tag match? I, think, they, I don't know if they're going to do a tag match. No, nah, it's going to be a tag match. I don't think that's going to happen. What, what, are they going to have Rock in one corner and Seth in the other corner? Because Seth last night came out and said, I saw that. I'm going to have your back. I don't know what they're going to do that. I think here's what they're I, Okay. I, I think they're. I think I, they're going to put Seth out there. Seth's going to turn on Cody no, and screw him over. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that that Cody's Cody's going to. I think 
Cody's gonna lose. We're gonna go. We're gonna go for a little while longer. Maybe to SummerSlam. Summer Maybe Slam. next year Mania. They want Rollins Reigns. Yes, Rollins is the guy to beat Reigns. That's what I've come to the conclusion on. I've been on that train. I mean, I, I, I think they that for uni- a couple years. They now. need to unify those belts again. <laughs> yes, and and you don't need to one champion because right now, I mean. I love Rollins, but that champion is just like it's just a created championship. It's not a real champion. The, well, it has no lineage to me. Well, they literally came out and took a crap on it. Yeah, at that press conference. Yeah, he Roman came out there and completely yeah. pooped all over. So set. we just go from there. Yeah, made that title look like it was nothing. Yeah. Um, Tucker Medlin asked, "Is there any going back for the rift John Cohen put between baseball and men's basketball?" I think so. I think it's fine. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, you, you got some people who prefer baseball. One thing I, I, I've I've been thinking the about the popularity that. of baseball at Mississippi State is not stopping. No, uh, I, I will say this though, and I've been saying it about football, and so I'm going to say it now. This is entertainment dollars, so you spend your dollars however entertains you the best. I can't get too mad about it. I, I do wish people, and I think Mississippi State is doing is doing a good job of, you know, because a few years ago Mississippi State would have played Saturday's baseball game at one. They would have just played basketball and baseball at the same time and, and and not cared about it. Now you have an administration who's like, look, we need to get people in the basketball game. And I know it's going to be cold at baseball, but if you want to go, you can go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's smart. But I think I think I don't I think that I think first off, the other thing about that rift is it's a rift on message boards. Yes. I don't know how real it is. Well, it's like somebody mentioned, I'm not I'm not making fun of you on uh, guy on the board, I can't remember who it was, but he was like, "I hope this." There was a poll, like, "What's your favorite second sport?" Mm-hmm. And it had already there's already like a stirred up conversation on our board about baseball, or whatever. And you know, I think let me let me see where it is now. But like, you know, people would do these polls and think like that is speaks for the entire um, fan base and just doesn't. Mm-hmm. So basketball's got fifty percent and baseball's got forty six. They're eight votes apart. But like the the guy was trying to say like oh well, this speaks for the fan base it doesn't it really doesn't there there is um, last year you had sixteen thousand people at a baseball game mm-hmm. and I don't know when we'll get ten thousand again for basketball and I th- the vast majority is going to put baseball above men's basketball in this fan base it's just how it is yeah but the for me state the state has needed to put more emphasis on basketball. And make it a more more of a priority for them as an athletic department, and push it more towards the fan base. It doesn't mean that baseball should you know there's good, we need to do away with baseball. You just need both of them to elevate, mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And basketball has needed more attention from Mississippi State's administration. Let's let's be honest. It was not getting the same treatment yeah. with John Cohen. Let's just be honest. About no, it. no, no, no doubt. But I think. Zach Selman has emphasized it a lot more, and it's it's getting there. But I don't think men's basketball is ever going to be bigger than baseball at Mississippi State, and that's something that people have to come to grips with. It's just like being at Kentucky mm-hmm. and yeah, being no, a fan of basketball yeah. Yeah. at Kentucky. That's yeah. just how it is here, yeah. and it's that's okay. Yeah. We can say that baseball— it's like being at Johns Hopkins and lacrosse is huge. <laughs> right. We can say that baseball— you know, basketball should be emphasized more while also saying baseball is more important to a lot of Mississippi State fans than basketball is. Agreed. You're not going to force people to change their mind on that. In fact, that. you're going to make them dig in. Yeah. So, yeah, you got you to gotta just let it be what it is. I just wish it would go away, the, the whole I argument. Like, I, I just, I, I hate it. I agree. Let's move on in to the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Is that good enough for you, Colton? You son of a... want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. And it is. It is what's for dinner. I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a parent, if you're, you know, if you're not, if you're just looking for an easy, quick, weeknight meal, beef lends itself to that so quickly. I mean, it takes, it takes a long time to cook other stuff. It doesn't take long to cook beef, you know, because you can eat it medium rare, and it's, 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 it's just tss, flip, tss, done. That's correct. You know, a lot of times. So... Go grab you a steak tonight. No one's going to say anything to you. There's no reason. On it. I know tomorrow's Valentine's, and you probably eat good tomorrow, too, but you can eat good tonight. Ain't nobody going to say anything to you. Enjoy yourself. And if you're looking for recipes, they're always right there at beef at msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. 
Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. And guys, I, I told you, you know, if you haven't been lately, they've added some stuff to the menu that you're going to want to check out. That hot ham and cheese sandwich is a winner. You need to go get you one of those. I'm just giving you a little heads up on that. But they got some great new appetizers, some new entrees, but they also got all your old favorites there. Robbie's Pork Belly Tacos are going nowhere. Smoked wings, pork rind nacho, pork rind nachos are going nowhere except, except on your plate. So head over there today. Enjoy some smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service. Every business likes to promise it to you, but they deliver it to you at Advantage Businesses. So today I was at the eye doctor, Robbie, and um, I'm sitting there and I, and I hear this sound. It's like, and I'm like, what the hell is that noise? It was their printer. I just looked at him and I was like, you guys ever want to replace that POS? <laughs> I know someone you could call, and I gave them Advantage Business Systems number, and they're like, "We might call them because that thing is bad." You know, I've never heard a printer make a noise like that. I thought somebody was talking about Rambo's machine gun earlier. I thought that's what it was. And let's say if you got a loud, noisy, obnoxious printer, if you got a copier that's straight off of the office and doesn't copy anything, it's time to replace those things. Do it with Advantage Business Systems. And that way, if something does go wrong in the future, you've got a number you can call and someone you can talk to that's going to fix your problem quickly and efficiently. Because they're in Mississippi just like you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. i got some great news for you today from our friends over at Maroon & Co. We've got a promo code for you that you need to go out. If you're going to be this weekend, if you're going to be at, headed to, uh, to, to Starkville, Stop by Maroon and Co. and you use the code Thunder fifteen. That's you don't have to say it like this. What about lightning? Why can't we do lightning? I didn't make up the code. I just want to point that well, out. Well, well, well. I, I, I did. They just sent me this. Anyway, Thunder fifteen, fifteen percent off regular priced items. That is in store and online. So if you can't make it a Starbucks, you can just use it there. Some exclusions apply. I don't want to hear about the exclusions. All right. Don't be texting me be like, or t- tweeting to me. Oh, I tried to do this. You were excluded. I said some exclusions apply. This uh, is why you listen. That's why you listen. But 15% off any regular priced items with the code THUNDER15. You don't have to say it like I'm saying it. I'm just enjoying it. THUNDER15. Stop by Maroon & Co. on your way to Duty Noble for opening weekend. All right, back in here to Broken Fairchild. Where's a place that made you feel like you've been transported to a different time? Anytime you go to like an old timey, like we talk about those restaurants, like where you get the steak and the salad bar, and you feel like you're you're in the '80s again. You feel like you're, it's it's a long time ago. There was a place um, in Texas we used to go to called the Time Machine or something like that. That's oh, where I was. That's where I, that's where I felt like I'd been transported in time. <laughs> when I went to the Alamo and went down to the basement, <laughs> they were like, "No, but this place was like." Um, well, I forget the exact name of it. It was something about the time machine. But it was like a restaurant. Okay. And like they had characters serving. Have you been to Disney? Where at the uh, the fifties cafe? It's in it's in, in it's in uh it's in the Hollywood Studios. Oh, the uh, the uh, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Though. Yeah. It's it they it's like they still have the fifties stuff. Yes. Yeah. That's one. That, That's a yeah. good one. It would be like a theme park would probably be one of the yeah. places. I'll tell you another one. I'll tell you, and it's kind of like a theme park. And it's very modern, but it makes you feel like it's just a simpler time is when you go to Bucky's. Yes. When you go to Bucky's, you're like, maybe we can make it's, it as a country. Yeah. Maybe maybe we can, you know. And then you leave. Be, and then you leave and you're like, eh, maybe not. Yeah. But, you know, you get me a boudin collage, a strawberry donut, and a bag of beef jerky, and a full tank of gas, and a clean restroom, and I'm pretty damn happy. I'll be honest with you. What about the brisket sandwich? It's good. It is good. What were your favorite Super Bowl commercials? Mine was uh, was State Farm. <clears throat> the Neba. Oh, really? That made me laugh. Mine was the Richard Schwartz. Okay, hold on. <laughs> that that gets a whole different tier of greatness. <laughs> when he broke out the, Huna, the Hurricane the Rana. Rana. <laughs> like, I, it, I mean, it was obviously a, he an He had guns. He really if did. Are, if that's really his body. It was almost Vince McMahon-esque. I, I want to see. I, if Richard Schwartz walked into court with the... With the the, the the McMahon walk, I would be like, we're winning this case. Yeah, I was expecting more um, 
uh, Saul Goodman, but yeah, yeah he's he I'll tell you another commercial inching I like. towards Vince McMahon. And I don't know the product, but Emily made me watch it. Is the one with the dad and the daughter, and they're watching, and she's into Taylor Swift, but he's trying to get her to watch football, and they finally they find the middle <laughs> ground. They're watching the game together. That was very sweet, and it reminded me of my life. I didn't see that. You need to find it then. It's it's like for some skincare product. Oh, so. Uh, my reaction. I was kind of under. Did you watch the video of me reacting to the goal? No. Chelsea scored in, in extra time while we were on the air, and I I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Ah, so. uh, we don't have a lot hey, of questions. soccer. I know we don't have a lot of questions today, but we'll get we'll still here. Uh, Phil, Pip Horrell asked. Uh, yeah, my dad often said my family had gypsy blood from my Polish heritage. I tried counting back to my first move to Starkville in 1988 and counted 18 moves in the last 34 years. That's a lot. Maybe I have outrun my gypsy blood having lived in the same, lived in the same area for the last 20 years, but I still seem to have that wanderlust traveling for work 50 to 70% of the time. How many moves have you made since high school? Okay. So I'll, do, I'll go first. Okay. I moved from home to Starkville, mm. and then I moved back home. And then I move uh, back to Starville. I guess I, 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 we're not going to count. Are we counting? Because college? I'm moving to dorm. So I moved. I, I moved. Here's a, I moved from st- from st- home to a dorm. I moved to a different dorm my second year, but I'm still on campus, right? My third year on state is when I actually moved out of my mom's house, moved everything out, and got an apartment. So that, that's my that's because well, that's my third move, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Then I moved from there. I moved back home. We had, a little, we had a little problem there. It's okay. It's okay. So I moved back home. So we'll say You had a problem. Yeah, I had, I had to move back home. Oh. Yeah. Then I came back to Starkville in 2000. Mm-hmm. Oh, one, I moved in. Oh, one? Yeah. Jennifer and I moved into our first house together. Uh, you okay over there? Is, oh, is it a tweet? Is it a text? Okay, I'll get to it in a minute. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it, though. Uh, then we have, oh, so 01 through 04, we lived in the same house. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 04, we moved to Memphis. So that's a move. That's six. Moved back to Starkville in 06. Right after Aislinn was like four months old. We've been in Starkville ever since, but we moved once Twice, three. I've had ten moves, ten moves since high school. So you didn't count anything in college. Do I count like I went home for the summer and then I came back and I was in a different dorm? Did you stay in the dorm? I, I did dorms the first three years I was at state. Okay. Uh, here's mine. Yeah. So it, right after high school, my parents moved to uh, Noxipater. We moved. We had to move out of our house to a cabin in Noxipater. Um, and then we went to, and I, I was in, so we're not counting college at all. Like if I was in an apartment. No, I counted it. I counted it. Okay. So that was one move. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to college station and then left college station, went to East central. Mm -hmm. So that's technically a move. My parents moved to Ackerman. That's a move. From East Central to Mississippi State at Crossgates. From Crossgates, I got married, moved into a trailer at um, Gin Lake mm-hmm. in Starville. That's six. From a trailer, I moved to, we sold the trailer. We moved to Matheston in my aunt's cabin. That's seven. Mm-hmm. While we were looking for a house. Then we bought a house in Matheston. Mm-hmm. That's eight. And from there, moved to the house I was living in, my aunt, my other aunt's house, mm-hmm. while we were building the house, that's nine. nine. And then my the side well, ten, ten as both well. ten. Yeah. Ten moves. I told my wife when I when I we moved to this new house, I said, We got one more move one more house to live in. Yeah. And that's the funeral home. That's the next house I'm moving to. So you're you're not living you're not moving from your house now anywhere uh, else. Unless it burns down you know, <clears throat> or something something else changes in my life. No. So I don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, I hate moving so much. I don't want to move ever again. And uh, yeah. God forbid I do. I mean, we just built a house. So. Jackson Waddell, state baseball seems to be at its best when it has some gritty players. 
Who are some guys that can be that this year? Mershon and Chance come to mind. Those guys are dirtbags. Yeah, Mershon, sure. Chance, uh, Dylan Cup. Just he's um, a pitcher, but Kyle Stephen looks like a dirtbag. Yes, he looks like Kenny Powers. Why didn't anybody tell me? Yeah, I'm really excited about the flow. Yeah, uh, when 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 the guys have the flow working, you know, I loved when Parker Stinnett would would jog out to Black Betty with his yes with the with the curly yeah. fro just flopping in the wind. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Sheldon Nations, isn't there isn't any discussion about Mississippi State's 2024 offensive and defensive stats? Really, discussion about pace of play. We all felt comfortable putting a caveat on Leach's passing numbers. OU was number nine in the country in snaps per game. MSU was one fifteen. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, the more your offense is out there, the less your defense is out there. That's good. That's what you want. It's incredible knowing that. I, without knowing, I'm going to guess that Ole Miss was probably high in snaps per game. Yes, and yet they still had the worst defense in them. It's if you go back and watch that season, it's because Ole Miss consistently gave up forty and fifty yard plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big the, plays. Nobody nobody drove on Ole Miss. They just had big plays. And I mean, their defense never got a rest. Never, yeah. They were going fast. Yeah, and I mean that's what state's going to happen with state too. Yeah. I mean they're going to go fast. They're going to have quick possessions, whether it be scoring or punting or turn it over. Yeah, it's just it is what it is with this offense. Wade Jones, have you ever got walked into a public restroom, didn't see a urinal? Got nervous and walked back out and looked at the sign to make sure you were in the correct one. I have done that have before. Done that. And yep. I'll tell you another one there. The Kroger here in Starkville. So, like, you walk in the door, right? Mm-hmm. You, there's two toilets on the left. There's a big handicap stall and then there's a regular stall. The urinal is literally right here when you walk in. Like, you walk in the door and you turn to the, the right. Yeah. And that's where the urinal is. I, I didn't know that urinal was there for 10 years. And, like... Who wants like, to be standing I, there in the well, first thing? Exactly. Somebody is going to hit you at the door. Yeah. Was, and like, I just remember like the first time I saw it, I was like, wow. I had no idea it was there. And then I remember the first time I went to that bathroom, I was like, there's no urinal? That's really weird. Really weird. Ten years later, I figured out there was a urinal. Um, Ani Robertson asked us, rank these based on which is the most ridiculous to believe. The earth is flat. Bigfoot is real. Birds aren't real. No one went to the moon. Birds weren't real. I'm just saying. A failing coach would agree to resign and not be paid his multi-million dollar buyout. I got to be honest with you. Nothing makes me laugh harder than it's. It's not just the jeans paycheck. It's every message board. They're like, he should just do the right thing and resign. Yes. So we don't have to pay his buyout. He knows he sucked. Like no one is doing that. That's number one. You wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do it at all. <laughs> they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to call the national guard <laughs> to get me out of here. That's number, why you better not be texting nobody. You better right. not be doing uh, whatever Mel Tucker was doing on the phone. That's right. That's right. So I say that's number one. I think number two is the Earth is flat. That yes. is a ridiculous thing to think. Uh, the Earth is flat might be number one. To be honest with you. Even ahead of the multiple, I mean, the buyout. We we've literally we literally have pictures yeah. that people have taken where they see no one the has Earth's ever fallen curvature. off the Earth. No. no one has ever fallen off the Earth. We we have satellite images. We have if pictures. The, if of there was the an Earth. end of the Earth, if the Earth was flat, and there was an end of the Earth. It would cost a billion dollars to go there. Yes. To like look off the edge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or people just want to jump off of it. Two. I say birds aren't real. Birds aren't three. real. Is really, but birds aren't real is not a real thing. Right. So I think no one went to the moon should be third because that's a real thing. There are people who believe that. There are people that believe. No that. one believes birds are re- aren't real. Uh, there are people that believe that. Well, it had to start are. somewhere. A Bigfoot, Bigfoot is real is not that ridiculous to believe. No, if I saw a giant animal walking around right. on two feet, uh huh, it wouldn't shock me. You don't look surprised when I walk in. Uh, that's true. So. Also from Ani, is cheese a pizza topping? Yes. No. It is a pizza. It okay, comes it with can't the be, pizza. It can't be pizza without cheese. It can be pizza without cheese. But if you say, I, I just want to get a pizza, cheese is assumed. You okay, well, that's, crust, a, that's a technical sauce, term. cheese are on the pizza. That's a technical term. Are you ready? Are you ready? Extra cheese is a topping. That's a technical term, though. Mm. It it, it mm. is it is a topping because you put it on top of Okay, the I pizza. see where you're going. So it, yeah. You have to add it on top. I mean... Is is a uh, is lettuce and tomato a topping for for hamburger? Yes, but you don't pay extra for it. You don't pay extra. It comes for, with it, but you don't pay extra for cheese. It comes with it. But that's that's the point you were trying to make. But no, like you, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <clears throat> I think that 
It is because you were adding it to an already formed pizza. Is, and you could say, I don't want cheese on my pizza. That's true. Yeah, people do. People do it. You can have a cookie pizza. Uh, yeah. Okay. You've sold me. What? I changed your mind? You changed your mind. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is a this is a day in history that we'll never forget. Valentine's Day. Well, it's just the 13th, technically, but still. That's my Valentine's gift to you. I'm going to agree well, with you. thank you. Austin McMullen. Is State giving more game info to opponents than it gives its own fans? Austin P, Georgia Southern, JSU, they all start, show start times for their upcoming games in Starkville. State still lists them as TBA. Some people know this info, but withhold it. I don't know if, if if they're like trying to necessarily agitate their own fans. I don't think that's the case. But no. my guess is they have told these guys this is what we're probably going to do. So they because so those teams do have to make their schedules. They have to like mm-hmm. when are we leaving town and so on and so forth. So yeah, they they probably know in advance. Yeah. Also from Austin, have you noticed more than half of state's SEC basketball schedule is quad one? A and M only has six. Most have eight. South Carolina is atop the standings, but they've only played three quad one SEC games. State has played eight. Should the SEC revisit basketball scheduling? No, because you can't plan for You can't Nobody predict could have this. Planned. South Carolina was predicted dead last in the SEC. Playing them twice was supposed to be a bonus for Mississippi State. It turned out not. Ole Miss was like second to last. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't predict this stuff. No, I, you don't need to do that. No. Yeah, but you never know who what a team's going to turn out to be. Yeah. Uh, Perry Cafeteria, have buffalo wings gotten too big? Why can't I get full crispy wings anymore that aren't slimy with fatty tumors and giant varicose veins in them all the time? Where are you getting your wings? <laughs> Don't get your wings there anymore. Go somewhere else. They got good wings at Boardtown, Two Brothers. Uh, the Joint has wings now. Go there. Where are you going, man? Jeez, Mary and Joseph. Uh, Zach Thompson, what is this question here? Hold I thought on. you said we didn't have a lot of questions. We don't. This isn't a lot for us. We've we, had a bunch of questions. We've only been recording for forty-six minutes, and this, that's that's a, a and we're almost time. done. We're almost done. Okay. This because this is not a rum links question. So I'll move on here. No way, dude. Not answering that. That's no way. That's way. He wants us to like predict six stats, including OPS. I'm not predicting the team's OPS. I'm just not. Who Move is that? Uh, walking bully. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Mangum Cafe. Rank. Th- oh, thanks, man. Rank these brutal Saints playoff losses: the, ten- the 2010 Wild Card at Seattle, the 2011 Divisional Championship at San Francisco, the 2017 Divisional Championship at Minnesota, Divisional Round in Minnesota, and the 18 NFC game at- versus the Rams. The Rams is number one. They got. I really want to drop an F word. They got screwed. They got right in the back area. All right. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever. I will, I will never get over it. Never. On my deathbed, I will curse Roger Goodell and that officiating crew. The the only two I remember is the Rams and the Vikings. The Vikings that, is the that the, that one was that one was brutal. The Vikings is brutal because it was the for two reasons. One you give up one of you don't ever want to be on the on the on the end of one of those plays that you know you're going to see the rest of your life. Yeah. And and Saints were. But two, Minnesota didn't do anything with it. That's why it's called the meaningless miracle. Yeah. They lost the next week. You got to play like that. That's got to spirit you into the Super Bowl and they didn't Like the Music City mi- miracle. Yeah, exactly. Um the wild card game against Seattle doesn't really hurt. Seattle just kicked our, our ass that day. The only thing that bothers me is that the Saints were the division champs. I'm sorry, the Saints were uh, like 11 and five, and they, the Seattle was a seven and nine or an eight and eight division champ. The Saints should host that game. I don't care that you won the division. The better record should host. But we're, whatever, I, I don't care that much about that. That San Fran game hurt. This because the Saints were down early. They came all the way back. They had the game in hand. And they gave it away. My wife will tell you that's that's the first time I ever I looked at her and I was like, I'm going for a walk when that game ended. And I was gone for like 30 minutes. I just walked around my block because I didn't want to talk. I didn't yeah. want to have any the, the 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 Minnesota game. I I don't drink in my house for whatever reason. I've just never been a guy who likes to drink in the house. And I looked at her. I after about 15 minutes of silence, and I just looked at her. I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to get some beer. And I went and drove her to the gas station. Bought a six pack of beer, came back, drank it, and then I was like, "I was like, okay, I'm all right now." I, I, 
I was so mad. That Rams game, though, I, I'm just I'm angry right now. Just thinking about it, it's incredible it, that it was, was allowed to happen. It was bad. It was really bad. I, I would be furious. The mine is the uh, the Patriots when that when they said oh. that we were down. The, he was not down. It's ridiculous. I, I, when I tell you, I almost broke things in the house. Yeah. If, if Becky would have not been in the house, mm-hmm. would have broke some things. Yeah, I was because first of all. Getting a win over the Patriots mm-hmm. was already an extremely difficult thing for us to do. Right. And we finally had it. Yeah. And he scored a touchdown, and we got screwed on it. That yeah. was that was brutal. brutal. Yeah. Uh, did the Combine dong incident make Chris Jones this monster? I mean, I don't think so, but it didn't hurt. It added to his legend. Yes. It was just, yeah. a, just, just part of the whole Chris Jones experience. Yeah. Landing in Vegas on Saturday. Give me a $20 roulette bet, and I'll video the results. I mean, we can go the Wesley Snipes route here, aren't we? Always bet on black. <laughs> Just bet on black. That's He's, right. That's he, what they say. All right. And uh, Hunter Bolware, rank these Harrison Ford movies. Last Crusade, Empire Strikes Back, 42. Never seen 42. That's so, the Jackie Robinson. That's Jackie Robinson movie. He plays uh, I've, I've watched it. It's, it's not going to beat it's out third. the other two. Empire um, is one, and then Last Crusade. That's how I'm voting. I'm okay with that. Okay. I, I prefer Indiana Jones over Star Wars myself, mm-hmm. but the the performance I, I yeah. would grade higher. On a scale of 1 to 10, how Mississippi State is it that a, the high is 46 degrees for the first baseball Saturday of the year? That's, we knew it. That's like an 8, but the fact that it's 65 on Friday is very not Mississippi State. Yes. So Weather should be great on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. We're under an hour. Yay. There you go. All right, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you again tomorrow. We'll we'll talk more about Mississippi State baseball. They announced the starting rotation. I was a little surprised by it, but we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. Uh, We'll talk some basketball and some more stuff as the week goes on. Have a great uh, great, uh, Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.